The Bushy and Bobo Show, a healthy scratch podcast. Here's your hosts, Kyle Bush and Brian Rager. Welcome back to episode 28 of the Bushy and Bobo Show, a healthy scratch podcast. I'm the man Bobo, He's finally back, back here. Back. Uh, Bushy sent me a text. He's like, hey, do you want to be friends? I said no, but then he's, he said I'm contractually obligated to be doing a podcast. So I ordered these sweaters, uh, these sweatshirts in like February, and he finally got it today. Yeah. And uh, I'm the one with the kid and uh, you're not. Well, so... well, put it there. You, when we got together to go to the Wings game in March or whatever, it was in April. April. Okay, whatever. Last month, you're like, fuck, I forgot to give you your sweater. Yeah. But here we are a month later, and... Uh, He's finally got it. I was holding it for ransom. But look, but look at, at how good he looks. looks. Yeah. Got the nice... Well, this side. There we go. The Adidas yeah. stripe. We got the, the stripes. The patch oh, there. Side. This side? Is it this side? Yeah. The, that yeah, side. The, yeah. Right side. Lightweight. Adidas golf. Yeah. And this time got we got the, the Zetterberg jersey in here too. I kind of like that because last yeah. time it looked like we were football talk, uh, podcast, but uh, I couldn't probably carry a torch talking football. I don't think I could. Uh, no, I, I'm. I can't bullshit. I, well I, I, I'll, I'll bullshit the fuck out of anything, but uh, no, with hockey I can do it. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. But it's so, uh, football. It's that's coming up soon. So this is going to be the first topic we're talking about. Is going to show you how long it's been since me and Bobo have done a pod because I did the Red Wings. Well, one. yeah, you did There's that. There's not going to be a lot of Wings talk. No, because that's because like you did it on the last one you said by yourself. I already did it. Okay, so we should have probably had uh, Doc Leo show up and talk about his boy. Brian Getzlaff is retired. Sure. Yeah, not retiring now. It's, 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 He's it's done, done now. Because at the time that I wrote this down, he announced he was going to retire at the yeah. end of the season, which he did. So I want to run through his stats. So uh, basically 1157 games played 282 goals 737 apples which is what he was known for uh 1019 points he was a plus 102 960 pims one stanley cup two gold medals in the, in the olympics a yeah, uh, yeah. world junior gold and a world cup championship he's uh and then and but the only thing he lost was his hair throughout his career yeah um my question is obviously like fantastic career hall of famer is he hall of famer Yes, I think he is. Why? Stats like he's almost at a, at a point of game player, not too far off that. Yeah, he's close. He's had success not just in the NHL but out in the international level as well. Okay. Uh, success in the WHL. I know that's probably not as big yeah, for no, I don't think it is. for the Hockey Hall of Fame, but uh, I mean, he's only got two hundred eighty-two goals. That's not that. That's not. It's not that the goal impressive. Hall of Fame though. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's something you have to look at. Yeah, it is. But he's score. he's not known as a scorer. He's a playmaker. Playmaker, the assist uh, maker. He's the only that. one that I feel like has done the Datsuk maybe better than Datsuk did. Actually, Claude Giroux did as well. But they like the quick kind of. Remember will he get in on the time? Will like he get in on the first? No, I don't think he'll get in right away. No, God no, he's not a first but, ballot. No, but I think he he will be a Hall of Famer down the road. They're gonna retire his jersey. Well, absolutely. Yeah. It'll be He's Priya, Solani, Getzlaff. That's it. Oh, Niedermeyer. Is Niedermeyer up there? I think uh, they did. The should she dare be up there? No. No? No, he had a... Eh. He won the Smythe no. and they lost. I know. And he played awesome in 2007 when they won. 
But other than that, he had like a very pedestrian career, in my opinion. I don't know. Okay, with Ryan Getzlaff, the one thing that I wanted to bring up, because that was just kind of, I wanted to ask you that. Yeah. Bobo, we're going to play a little game. One okay? other thing before you start this game. Okay, you go. Uh, just saw it on Instagram or whatever it was just all he had, like him and a bunch of the boys on the ducks just they took him out on a on a night on the town or I think they went to I Vegas or whatever. Just you see them all on a plane there or getting on the plane. Like was his last all... game like he's done already? Or... Oh, this was like just like last week, like last oh. week or whatever. <laughs> okay. Gets and the boys just all getting dickered and oh my god. That's the way to go out. Oh, for sure. Because they obviously respect the guy as a captain yeah. forever, right? Um, here's a question. Is is he going to go down like Right now, you know, uh, if the Ducks folded today, as the greatest would he duck. be the greatest Anaheim Duck of all time? No. Who is? For me, it's Solani. Solani left. Yeah. Getzlaff was that's there. The yeah, Getzlaff stayed whole, the whole time. Career. His whole career. So that's... Won a cup, which Solani did, obviously, in the same team. It's... Because for a while, it was Korea. Yeah. But Korea also left, right? But Solani. he was a point-per-game player. Um, and then you got Solani who also again left great player came back Get slap is like mr anaheim duck. he is he is mr duck is he he wore all the jerseys man that's yeah from, from the, the wild wings the the, the you know, wild wing the uh, the, the script mighty ducks there. yeah the mighty duck he's part of the mighty really ducks and the it's... ducks and the 07 championship and then these new weird orange ones they're wearing i don't know why we're going on like jerseys mean anything <laughs> no it, but, it's... but he's been there for a like a long time he's a guy there's the argument that he he could be the greatest duck of all time. No, I'm making the argument that he is. Yeah, you have to tell me he's not. I I, I definitely see that. For, I think for me, I'm Solani also. I'm has, also has history with Winnipeg, right? Yeah, he came back to Anaheim after he left. He went to San Jose and Colorado and had like not great seasons there. You know, same thing happened with Korea, right? They both yeah. went to Colorado went, at the same time. Colorado, and he went to Nashville. Right, St. Louis. Louis. And uh, Getzlaff came in as a rookie, that 03 class. And then he came in, won the Stanley Cup in his next, or yeah, first full year was in what, 04, 05? And then 04, 05 or, wasn't even a season. Dude. Or 05, 06, and then they won uh, the next year. His second year in the league, I know he won the Cup. So, uh, 07. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Well, he was a rookie, though, at the time with Perry. So technically he was a rookie that year. I don't know. I don't know if it's for me. Like I just, cause I I'm so nostalgic on team with Solani. I think the guy was an absolute stud. Yeah, I know that... he was a stud. He on, I would. Okay. Team with Solani is a better player than Ryan Getzlaff, but yeah. I think Ryan Getzlaff encapsulates the Anaheim ducks more than team with Solani does because he stayed his whole will. career there. Right. Which that's my argument. And it's a valid point. It's, it's no, very, it's... I win. <laughs> No, because I, I said so. Because it's my game. I make the rules. I no. make the rules. This is my couch. Yeah, it is. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, here's the game. Um, you're, you're making fun of Getzlaff this bald. Okay. Since um, they grandfathered in visors, yeah. Ryan Getzlaff was one of the players that didn't wear one, right? Yeah. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's ten other players still in the league right now that don't wear a visor can you name them thornton okay i'm gonna write them down so i know thornton is one uh zach cassian cassian is another does wayne simmons still wear one still or no i know he didn't for a while he does wear one uh 
I'm trying to think older. <laughs> if you can get half, I'll be I'll be impressive. Okay. I'll be impressed with that. Let, let me. It's it's going to take me a little bit here. Uh, like no one on Detroit, no one on Toronto because Giordano does ride the visor. So I will say that some of these guys are like they're all in their 30s, but like Cassian's 31. There's a couple other guys that are 31. Like there's a like a really old guy. Ryan O'Reilly. Ryan O'Reilly is one. He's the other younger yeah, guy. Yeah, so he does he does some wear one. So you got, you got three. Uh and you said there's how many? Nine? There's ten. Ten other than Getzlaff. Ten other than Getzlaff. Uh oh, wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. No, there's oh, eleven geez. actually. Other than Getzlaff. Marlowe's retired, so he wore one forever. Oh, yeah, too. he wore it. Uh, Do you want me to give you the the teams? Yeah, g- g- give me a team, and I'll probably be able to get the. Uh, okay, um, New York uh, Chara. Chara, yeah, there you go. That's how you're just gonna give me, weren't you? The Islanders. Another Islander. There's two. Matt Martin. Yes. Uh, Tampa Bay defenseman. Big beard. Drafted like third overall. Oh fucking! I know his name Zach too. Bogosian? Yes. Is that who you're thinking of? Yes. Okay, I'll just give it to you. Okay, uh, Dallas Stars. Oh, Jamie Van. Yeah. Uh, Calgary Flames. Calgary. Known better from Boston. Went to Edmonton. I was in. Sounds like they're booing him. Oh, Lucic there. Lucic, yeah. yeah. Um, Mr. Mr. Fuck New York players. Rangers with the really cringy playoff intros of the starting lineup in his dressing room it was with gold the Golden Knights the fighter oh Ryan Reeves Ryan Reeves yeah. yep um oh I actually forget what team he's on but came back from like a, I think a, a type of cancer Saku Koivu no Brian Boyle oh so he there still plays yes yeah I think he was uh was Pittsburgh was he? I, I, I don't know. Something like that. So, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. There's only 11 players or 12 players, now 11 with uh, with him gone. Also from that 03 draft, uh, Dustin Brown's retired. Yeah, so, like, he's all gone, those yeah. 03, that awesome, probably the best first round of all time, all those guys are, like, like, starting to retire now. Flurry, he was 03. 03 as well, yeah. but He was number one. Yeah. Yeah. That, it, like that whole draft is insane. And even if you, I think there's some, we'd have to look it up, but like some of the late rounds where you're like, like, I think Joe Pavelski was like a seventh round pick that year. Hey, we still got 1997 draft class in, in the, in the league still. So Jumbo Jumbo. He's not even playing. No, he's scratched. Yeah. Nah, how, what are you going to do? All right. All right. I'm going to let you go off on the Arizona coyotes, but I, I, I'm kind of wondering if it'll make it better. If I tell you their season ticket prices playing at ASU next year, should, so, I, should so, I tell you that? So, or, so first, because you might be really fired up. Okay, because that's yeah, another yeah, game yeah, I'll yeah. play with you. I'm gonna yeah. tell. I'm gonna let you guess Get, what the season ticket prices are. Okay. Okay. You think there's 41 home games, which they have to manipulate, which they have to schedule around the the Sun Devil schedule. And there's 5,000 seats, basically. 5,000 seats. 41 home games at, at a place like that, you should not be paying like. Now, do you 20, want? It should be 20 bucks a max a ticket there. Okay. Um, but but here's the thing. They have different sections. There's there's uh, there's a student seven section. Seven different sections, right? Yeah. So like there's the cheap one, which is like the corners. There's the goal line, which is like behind the net on the one side because there isn't seats on the one side behind the nets. Hmm. There's where like 
Does the, the coyotes get... attack twice or they attack once? Which yeah. Now, for some reason, that matters. And then center ice premium, center ice club, glass seats, like the first row. That's... Okay. So I want you to guess. We'll, we'll go. Uh, you should not be paying more than $1,000 we'll a year for season tickets, sir. We'll go per game. Okay. Like if you want to go and sit in the den, which is in the corner, like. You should be paying 10, 15 bucks a pop. Okay. $110. Fuck that. $110. You're not getting no. Okay. okay. No. No, we're gonna keep going. Goal line, which is just the here, I'll show you, I'll show you right here. Okay. See, it's the it's the it's the burgundy there behind the net. Okay, so if you're paying fucking hundred and ten dollars for the goddamn corners. Well now you're gonna be able to ramp it up. But yeah, so I'm now you're, you're not gonna understand the ramp up either, but okay, where you no you then, then it should only be a forty dollar increase to one fifty. Bam, nailed it. Okay. 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 What it should be though, twenty five bucks. Okay, these these like kind of in the zone seats here, the the the, the, red the red and the gold? they're kind of similar okay so, so if you're paying 150 there they're probably going to be charging 250 on those no 180 okay now that's that's better than what when i thought but it's center ice be... premium is the blue center ice premium there okay so you get to look at the sun devils logo straight on um that's part they're of gonna be able on. to put their logo in there too though did you see that they are now you can put you have to put both so maybe instead of holding a, a hockey stick they'll hold a trident so what do you mean oh so they can put like on once it's happened before so you know what it's going to be? It's going to be a center ice logo. It would be like the red the, line. They're going to have the yeah. one side is going to have the sun. Back when the, the senators other be, were playing. Like yeah, the they had it on both sides both of the red side, line. Yeah. The Canadians have done that forever. They had that at Tecumseh Arena for a while there. Um, they had the chicken or not the chicken. No, logo, no. They had the Chiefs logo. Chiefs logo. And but then, then they had, no, they had the they had the Eagles logo like where the, the face-off dots on the outside. So it wasn't both, but they, they had both technically. Uh, how much are center ice seats? Center ice seats there, those are probably going for 250. 220. Uh they should okay, be center only ice 70 club. Bucks. Center ice club. Club seats are, if that's gonna be 220, then those will be like 260. 300. Glass seats, literally like they're gonna be charging like 400 bucks to that. 445. And that's absolutely stupid. You're not you're the fucking coyotes. You haven't <laughs> no been going to that. <laughs> no, you haven't been able to sell like tickets at a fucking regular arena. Now you're gonna go the to this den, five thousand. The den seat. full season ticket price is $3,700. No, you shouldn't be spending more than $600. If you want it. glass seats for the full season, it's $14,000. No, 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 it's fucking stupid. <laughs> like, okay, I, we have, you just told me the prices. I'm already heated. Well, yeah, so, I know, because you're going to go off on them. Yes. So now I gave you some fuel. Go ahead. Oh, my God. Like, first, okay, the, they, they cannot sell out a fucking regular arena with tickets probably not even that bad yet now you're going to a 5,000 seat arena which you're still not going to sell out you're not going to sell out fucking half of that arena mm-hmm. you're going to be giving away half the tickets no one's paying 150 of pop you should not be paying more than 15 bucks for sitting in the corners there you're in a student area you're not having people come from the city to go see right. it but at the same time they and they if i'm paying 150 the, the fucking arizona state band better be playing every time there i've said that they should why wouldn't they they're making because money because it'd be a game. cool thing to do because like, be it's unique. the only thing yeah but it's five thousand seats you gotta think about it it's a fourth of what an nhl rink is of course the prices are going to be more it's yeah, an but, NHL game yeah but if if errors if this team if this were to happen in any canadian market batman would have moved them like that this is this is stupid like this errors don't think batman just i know the it's just move the team you don't don't even move them to canada move them to like Kansas City, move them to Houston, move them to their problem. Their problem isn't their location. They have no fans. They have no invest. Like there's no because they're terrible. Get a good team. They'll go watch. 
look Carolina was ter- terrible when they came in, but look what happened. They did. Yeah, you're making my argument for me. You're like, if they actually got a good team together and we're like, hey, we're awesome again, people would go to those games and they'd probably get a 5,000 seat arena. Yeah, but not, they weren't able to do shit in the regular arena. Right. They got the same team. This team. I mean, there's revenue sharing and stuff like that. I get that. These prices are pretty insane. The prices are If stupid. they really wanted to, they should cater to your, you're in a university town. You're at a university you know campus. You go, you, you sell the tickets cheap and then you charge a lot more for your beverages and your food and shit. Like that's exactly. how it is. Get the people. That's what baseball does. Get them in the door. More. Like, Hey, $4 for a ticket. Let's go to Comerica. And then we'll get a $20 beer. 14 bucks. Like, oh shit. Yeah. They get a $20 <laughs> beer. A fucking. Yeah, yeah, the first, the first beer you get is like four times as much as your ticket. Yeah. But it's the, the, I understand your frustration. I think a lot of people feel like that. Like just cut your losses. Cause it's embarrassing. If it was any other, if it was a Canadian market team, if this was a shit team in Canada, Batman would have moved them already. What about Edmonton? <laughs> they're, what they're, about, they're, they're, they're in the Montreal's playoffs. Montreal's never going anywhere. No, but Toronto's Montreal's never going anywhere. Six, Is Ottawa going anywhere? No. If they did, they're just moving out, out of Canada and they're going to, into Ottawa, which is what they should have done. Yeah. Right? Um, Winnipeg's there. They're never going anywhere. Vancouver's never going. Vancouver's a poverty franchise. We should shoot them out of a cannon. No. They should have went to Seattle. No, no, that, yeah, that's right. The no, they stink. Fuck. No, they're, they're, no, <laughs> we're five years away from being five years away. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how I, yeah. No, it's, but no one no, no, cut no. the losses. Edmonton and Calgary, they're never going anywhere. None of these Canadian teams will ever move because the NHL will blow up. <laughs> it's not going to happen. It's, it's just frustrating that after all these years, you see all this relocation. So, like, you have more expansion, relocation teams that were, Markets where it it should work, it would work. Quebec City, it would work. You're gonna have people come there. It's even if the team shit because okay, it's, Canada, well, but it's. I mean, you can say that about a lot. Like the Penguins were gonna move, yeah, and then they were gifted Sidney Crosby. Mario Lemieux went and bought the team, and is making a shit ton of money yes. off of these fans. Yes, but you have someone that wants to like who's gonna buy that like who. Who's gonna buy the team and help turn that franchise around? You're gonna you have need a good. G- you need to basically rebuild it. They should have like they've been trying to rebuild it for a long time, but it's just because their team is so bad. Why am I gonna go watch a crappy team? They like, couldn't draw Detroit. Pe- they couldn't draw. Detroit's pe- been terrible, but they couldn't draw people when Gretzky was the coach there. And now it's like they were terrible then. Yeah, man. but that's a big name to bring in, and that's like, even yeah, as a coach, dude. If he played, maybe. Well, him and Brett Hall could have been sitting out together. Brett Hall played five games. They yeah. retired his dad's his number, mom. and then he fucking stunk, and he retired. That was amazing, actually, that he that they did that. But, yeah, Arizona just needs to – they need a good team. They, You know what? If, if the ticket thing just really pisses me off. The they're going to change I, – I bet you they're going to change that because that backlash is going to be like, what are you guys doing? Yes. It's, it, it's, it's crazy to me that you threw your Vancouver Canucks hat in protest of the Arizona Coyotes ticket prices. Is that some weird thing of like Ekman Larson being slightly attached to them? Yeah, they're looking at trading him this offseason or, yeah, uh, to or who, the buyout. Or a to buyout. retirement? Yeah. To retire. My God, that was a horrible trade. We got, rid, got, Garland, we got rid of Louis Erickson. I, I guess so. And uh, Antoine Roussel. I guess. I, I mean, you got to give up some poop to get some poop. Exactly. So we just went from two Speaking shits of, to one shit. Listen, this guy, Brian made a segue. 
because I was going to talk about Gretzky. He's been on ESPN. He's always on these MGM commercials. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you know he's on Spit and Chicklets like a few weeks ago? Yeah, a couple. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Did you ago. listen to any of the clips at uh, all? I haven't. What's that? I've been. Uh... Did you guys see any Red Wing esque things on there that maybe would have blown your mind as a Red Wings fan? Did you see anything like that? Did you see um, that instead of going to LA, that there was a trade to go to Detroit, and uh, Walter Gretzky, rest in peace said uh, that you should go to LA and Wayne listened to him and went to the Kings. There was also a trade thing back in the day. Did you know Gretzky. that? I did not know that. I knew yeah, there was did the you Vancouver. Know that? I knew there was you the Vancouver was trade. Red Wing? I know there was the Vancouver trade. I never heard of that one. Oh, uh, Berkey almost traded for him. Yeah. Well, I know they also fucked the Red Wings over with Pavel Bure too. Yeah. So you're welcome. Like, I mean, you know, how many more gifts do you need? Right. Well, a couple more. When's the last time they played in the playoffs? Oh, two. Vancouver and Detroit. Oh, in Detroit. Yeah, Detroit and Vancouver was 02. It's yeah. Detroit won. Anyway. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's just a tidbit that I, I thought I'd bring up because that was I like, did not I know never that. knew that. Was... He he was like, Yeah, I was gonna go to Red Wings. Like, did so they like, say what that proposed trade would have been? Oh god, I can't even imagine. Like that that's the thing, is like, but if you look at the trade that you know, LA, so that LA gave up one. like a lot of money, draft picks. Yeah. Was, like there were some players, but it wasn't anyone like no one that really no I think one of the one of the players like he only played like five games or like ten games with yeah. Edmonton and then retired or whatever or like just yeah that trade tree is interesting but yeah I, I wouldn't well it depends when was the year that he was traded is 88. it like eighty yeah man so that would to have been... San, then they traded him to St Louis because a couple here's years the thing that's and... the year before that crazy draft where Detroit got Fedorov Lidstrom Constantino like that's the year before. <laughs> You know so yeah, I mean? so it's like so, all right. Looking back, like yeah, well, we could God. have Gretzky, but then would you have had Fedorov, Konstantin, all those well, guys? No, that's but we can't play that game. Well, so what if? This yeah, is, it's hypothetical. Yeah, what if a what if? No, right? That, that's true. That's true. This is how it was, right? I mean, it would have completely went on a different way, but that would have been insane. They would. I don't know what they do. You give up Iserman? I don't. I don't think you. Do. I don't think they would. They would have got rid of. They didn't have anybody. No, it was Dead Wings era. Well, not really, because they were still – they were good. They just couldn't win in the playoffs. Like, they were – wait, 88? Mm. It was the beginning of I that mean, dead one's been going, like, 155 points the one year. I think it was 87 or 86 or something like that. He was awesome. Anywho, um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, that is yeah, – like, I, I did not know that. I, I, it's – yeah. So that would be something I, w- I would want to dig sort of – But I think Gretz has actually kind of been pretty good. We were talking about TNT uh, like how the we, last time yeah. we were talking – and like it's funny because i keep seeing him in all the commercials and he seems to be a little more like before he was just a hockey player like he's basically mcdavid like this would be mcdavid doing this he's so dry and boring yeah. he's an awesome hockey player but he, he's got he's a, shown a personality. A more, yeah, personality it's funny whenever i see him the mgm commercials where he's walking through like the bellagio fountain or something you know why he's and, he has a personality yeah. now his daughter's hitched finally well there you go and obviously speaking of of uh, fountain there with vegas they missed Great the playoffs. Segue. Hilarious. I'm fucking good. I don't know what I'm talking hey, about, man. I, the, I did the last week. Like, yeah. yeah, you didn't even Vegas know it, too. Missing, missing the playoffs. That's interesting. After huh? going spending money and getting, uh, what, Petrangelo and Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel. Oh, my God. Yeah, how much of a disaster has that been? I think Buffalo, there was a thing was like Buffalo won the same amount of games or like close to it after the Eichel trade that so vegas funny. did that's so funny vegas has become this thing 
and they've only been around for five seasons, which is crazy to think it's been five seasons already. Eh? Um, because that first season was like, holy shit, this is mad a magical run. I can't believe this is happening. Washington beats him in the final. Yeah, and everybody's kind of pulling for him because it's like, oh my god, oh, new team coming ever. in. This is never happening, right? And it was like this team of like misfits. Oh yeah, and, ragtags and, and bums, not bums. But guess what NHLers. happened to the Golden Knights? very quickly like they've gone through a couple coaches already and we're going to get yeah. to uh debar getting fired and also we're going to talk about some nhl awards with the head coaches and, and, Jared Jared Glenn Glenn and everything and all that, but... um but with with vegas <laughs> they went from this ragtag like you said group of players just yeah scrubs and like guys every... no one wants well except yeah. for flurry he was a guy that's like all right well, well they let him go well, and they should have kept him because murray's a joke yeah and then who now is, they got yeah. jerry so it's fine like i guess it's fine but that's hilarious the penguins being out too but like they went from that to spending all this money getting all these so, assets to try getting, to contend every year oh my god like, you're and... saying like pacioretty eichel petrangelo mark stone yeah, like mark stone yeah, yeah mr vegas you know there get, and... then then the whole way they treated flurry getting rid of him yeah. randomly the way they're treated leonard yeah that's injury, been, uh... um the way that they gassed Gerard gallant for no reason i think Bringing in Pete DeBoer. With it's a crash and like, it's almost like a crash and burn going down right away. Like it's. They went and they had their Twitter thing. The first year, the Twitter game was awesome. Really... They went from being a beloved immediately franchise by a lot of teams, fan bases to very quickly being hated by almost every fan base. Yep. That's inc- is that not incredible to you? It's, it's so funny. Cause you look at that, like you look at Vegas when they first came in, he said, that immediate success and all that. And that's been like sort of just crash and burn. And it's been the total opposite with Seattle. Like it's been, okay. No they, one cares. <laughs> they haven't had the success. No one, okay. No one expects yeah. them to, to no. win. Some people are like, oh, okay, Vegas did so Seattle shit, but no, the, the, it's the, such an the, the, the normal hockey person, the, the normal, like no. the, the, uh, the common sense fan, I should say, knows that it's not going to happen. Uh, I found it. Uh, yeah. Vegas, it's been, yeah, so but I'm, they're still happy. selling out every game. They're still yeah. doing all that because it's Vegas. But it's and... it's become this thing with the Golden Knights that they're kind of like a hated team. Like there's there's other teams like that. Okay, we're gonna talk about the Leafs. Believe me, we're gonna talk about them. But there are teams and franchises that are hated. Like the thing with the Dallas Cowboys, no one likes them yeah. except Cowboys fans. No one likes the Yankees except Yankees fans. Right? There's yep. some franchises out there that are like that. Um, and sometimes it becomes one of these things because they win so much like remember when the warriors and the nba were kind of yeah. coming around you're like oh shit like you're pulling yeah, from and the they beginning, win. you're and like then well, cool and but then yeah, it's like certain now they win happen. a lot and you're like i don't want them to win anymore or and that like happened lebron like lebron haters and sure. all that and because he wins because he wins that's yeah. why i hate crosby he's good he wins yeah he's an awesome hockey player but i don't have to like like him i no. mean if he plays for canada sure i'm in absolutely right? if, wears if he was on detroit Great. Oh yeah, percent Like there's a lot. But since like, he's not on your team, yeah, you hate him. Yeah, it's like Marshan. You hate his guts until he, play, he plays for you, right? Yeah. But so, I think uh, Vegas missing the playoffs is the funniest thing ever. Um, it, <laughs> so yeah, the coaching carousel is going to be interesting. There's, um, it's interesting too that before before we move yeah. on there, with Vegas is because uh, I, I watch a lot of poker stuff, right? And Daniel Negreanu, Canadian poker player, right? But it's obviously vegas is... he lives in vegas now he's yeah. he's been one of the vegas's biggest supporters since they became a team season tickets and all that but uh it's interesting to see someone who actually has like some some sort of like some common sense 
but not being like a, a Vegas like a hard homer and all that. And he's like, what the fuck are we doing? Like, why why are we spending all this money all the way? We're just gonna crash and burn. And next thing you know, well, yeah, now it's kind of like you, you're obviously running it back, but the same you can't really. You, yeah, no, you can't. Guys, the yeah. contract situation is pretty dire. So you can't like, sign we'll one. You happens. can't move it. You can't. It's. But yeah, going from like, you know, uh, George McPhee was the original GM. Now it's uh, McCrimmon, and they went through the, you know, DeBoer, DeBoer Gallant. Gallant. So it's like I, I don't know what they're doing there. They're like doing things so quickly. It's almost like, hey, you're acting like a new franchise now. We're making yeah. these crazy decisions. They're spending more doing? money now on their uh, pregame theatrics and which is cool, night, rather than it. like, yeah. But yeah. okay, here. You didn't have a segue. That's why I, I saw I saw the one thing. That's okay. why I said Here it. we go. This guy's getting there. Okay, I only took him it's like only 30 28 episodes. episodes but... <laughs> okay. Um, and you're not even you're looking at this one. I'm looking at this one. Okay. No, I, I, I just saw theatrics. that that word. So okay. I saw this and I immediately was like, now this is like gonna be kind of a I don't want to say it's like a downer, but like it it made me think, oh my god. So Elvis Merzlikens, the goalie for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah. Obviously, we know what happened to uh, God. They all have the crazy names because Corpus Salo just yeah, resigned. Corpus Salo and then it was the, uh, oh. Kidlinex. Yeah, and they have the like. The, so Kidlinex with the whole fireworks thing, like he died. Like yeah, he saved Merzlikens' son. Yes, Merzlikens is having PTSD when the Columbus Blue Jackets cannon goes off because it sounds like fireworks. Yeah, I I literally got like shivers down my spine, and I'm it, like, holy shit! It's something where if you're in Blue like, Jackets, you got to uh... like I don't know, man. Like obviously, that's trauma that he has to work through too. But I never put that together of like no, and it's it's just been it's just been something in you don't think of it until something like this now, happens. And... That's a thing. Another thing my brother could say is I remember he had a tournament when he was younger in Columbus, and they went to a Blue Jackets game, and he said that cannon is terrifying yeah i heard it's i heard it's very very and it's like you almost have to like instead of doing a real one you almost have to do like a sound effect coming through the speaker so it's coming from uh, a space that you know yeah sound is coming from but man i was like that is like kind of think talk about getting flashbacks of that and like getting anxiety ptsd right i mean especially a lot of people deal with like you stuff. think okay my team scored it's a good it's a good thing and like you're you're but pumped boom, but then right? you hear you're that like, and oh, it's just shit. like could throw you off right absolutely so i i saw that and he said he's like he's having ptsd from that cannon and it's like i don't i wonder what they if will I'm, do i if i'm columbus you know what i want to work with my with my team with my I players think you would find and, a different way to do so because it's, it's an interesting you thing. do like like i said maybe you, you go instead of a live cannon you go into a to a speaker cannon or, or something something yeah something a little bit more it. subtle right yeah it's so, uh because like I said, it's something that's okay it's blue jackets they they have the cannon that's yeah that's what they thing. do but yeah. it's uh yeah it's yeah now the the thing that and now if they were in the playoffs they would use that cannon in their playoff intro and i was watching um it was in the first round because now we're in the second round i i forget what the game even was but it was like this really electric like playoff intro and I was on Sportsnet I think I was watching and 
I remember CBC whenever they would have a game and they still do, but it's now it's sports and it's the same thing. When it was just straight hockey night in Canada on CBC, like for playoffs. If there's an intro, it's they cut they would, it and listen to the PA announcer and do that. They would just shut up. But now for some reason the commentators are talking through it. They're talking, breaking the game. I'm like, shut the hell up. This is the coolest part of the playoffs is seeing how crazy the crowd gets. Like when they did the golden, we were talking golden nights, their whole playoff intro with the John Wick song and the you know, the all best. this stuff with the you know, the golden night at the middle, yeah, in the middle, and then at the castle shit. and all that. Oh, and it's like, dude, it was awesome, and like I loved listening to it. And then here, it's like, and then you got freaking Kelly Rudy just talking about. Just shut up! I don't want to hear from you right now. No, Elliot Friedman game. talking. Yeah, and I've, I've talked to you about this before, and it might have been during the pod at one point, but there needs to be an option to mute the announcers. Really, the, the play-by-play and the color guys, sometimes I'm like, I don't need you. I can yeah. watch a game. I'm not stupid. I know what's I'll happening. I'll mute the TV and I'm watching a game. And Well, we watched the, we talked about Leah Hextall and people listening yeah. to the radio instead of that. It's like, let me mute them. What's the problem? It's just a feed. Just have that as an option. Yeah. Right? It's And honestly, I'd pay for that because I think then it would be like, well, especially now. a premium thing where it's like boost the game sound where it's like you can hear the ice the skates the sticks the especially the now with, with the way technology is going there's definitely a way like it's definitely something that i think it, it could be done yeah it's something that it, it definitely can and it's true like the best part like pre-game intros that for playoffs they're going to be the best like home opener and playoffs those are your two best pre-game intros yeah it's something like i said you want to hear the crowd like not just the the extra theatrics and the, the PA announcer and what the what the organization's done for it, but then you got the crowd noise in there, the the cheers, the screams, right. and the towels going and all that, and it's right um, makes you excited to watch a hockey game. Yeah, right? and that's the whole part is it's the fan experience, and I think they really should like uh, hey, screw up. your commercials, just yeah. show me your playoff intro. I think people will get pretty jazzed up for that. No, instead you get to hear like say someone talk about it during. Yeah, the, it's like oh, and then, we're here at the whatever arena I'm and, like, and we'll be back after this commercial from uh subway yeah and i'm like okay cool they cut the coolest part out um okay we went from some like kind of you know depressing stuff to this is like this just really stupid and fun and really dumb but i don't know if you know this is two 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 twitter accounts that i've been following and they're both automated like automated tweets oh yeah random just random shit one of them is called the nhl draft bot and I got to tell you, there's some, some of them are like, kind of like, I don't know what it is, but some of them, I see them. I just, it, it makes me laugh every time. So it'll be in this type of thing. So it'll say like, this one says, for example, with the 224th overall selection, in the NHL draft, the Washington Capitals are proud to select Luigi. <laughs> and it's just this. It's, a pic- it's literally, I don't think it's, it's a picture of Luigi in the Capitals logo. Just, yeah. So some of them are amazing. Like I, there's some that I don't know. Like the San Jose Sharks are proud to select Lenny from the Simpsons. Um, where's the San or the Vancouver one I just saw? We just passed one. There's one here. The Vancouver Canucks are proud to select Butthead. If you go up, there's another I know, one. I know it's Spork. But... So it's just, it's, they have so many different things. <laughs> the Red Wings select Luke Skywalker. He's going to be playing with uh, Lucas just, Raymond. Just the way that it is. The Chicago Blackhawks are proud to select Billy Mays. It's going to be a corpse on the ice. Some of these people I don't really know. Like the Columbus Blue Jackets select Stitch. There's like, so they obviously have a pool of names. Of names and, and they and randomize pictures. what it is. The, the funniest thing is the Montreal one has a French version. Oh God, that's <laughs> awesome. 
baby Mario. The Dallas Stars are proud to select Raphael. <laughs> Flames draft Santa Claus. Like the, some of these are amazing. So I just every Jesus time they, they, they probably tweet every like half an hour. Um, and then the other one that is just incredible is the NHL rumor bot. So it's probably the same version. It's the or same. It's the same idea. And now I'm not going to be able to find it. What the hell? Of course. But it's just. And we're doing it live, so it's like, what the hell? Make it happen, Bushy. But yeah, it'll be something like uh, end of an era, Connor McDavid uh, sent down to the AHL. (laughs) It'll be like, you (laughs) know, Brad Marchand signs extension with San Jose, like one year, 12 million. (laughs) It's just like really random. Sign a trade. uh, It'll be like uh, Vancouver Canucks relocate to like Tempe, Arizona. It's just the funniest thing. Every time I see one, there's El some Paso, Texas. Yeah. Um, that was always fun. So, like, a little fun stuff. There. Yeah. You need to follow those. If you're out there, you need to follow those because it is fun. Like, some of them do get a little old where I'm like, I have to look up who the character is or like, or the name. It's like, yeah. Who the fuck is like, it'll be like the Toronto Maple Leafs are the Stanley Cup champions. And I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> then you see the tweets like from 1908. Yeah. It's like, oh my God. Um, let's circle back to the coaching. Yeah, so, so we talked about it a little bit with Vegas, right? And yeah, how DeBoer got fired. Pete DeBoer got fired. And, and, uh, and in, in, I mean, go check out episode 27, uh, where I talk a lot of Red Wings, Blashill being gone. Uh, Barry Trotz just got fired not too long by, ago, the, by Islanders. the Islanders. And they already have his replacement in there. So. Lane Lambert, who was the assistant with him for a long time. He followed Trotz around. Like, he's been with him since Nashville. So if you're getting rid of Trotz, then why are you... It's the same system. Keeping, yeah, it's the same system and all that. I'll and... argue one thing. So, like, I don't know how long ago this was, but there's, like, four seasons where I was coaching, like, travel hockey. Yeah. But I wasn't the head coach. Yeah. And I agreed with a lot of the things that the head coach did. But, like, there was probably – if I was the head guy, there was a few things Huge that would have changed. Like, I would – not to shit all over. Like, I would be like, oh, like, so I'm yeah, seeing So, you have your slightly. main template, then you just go Yeah, I've been brought tweets. up by this guy, so I would coach similarly. But uh, here's what I would bring yeah. a little differently. Maybe that's kind of what they're looking for. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, DeBoer has gone. Like, Trotz is interviewing, like, with Winnipeg because Paul Maurice has gone. The one thing that – kind of bothers me it's just a coaching carousel it's like there's never the new guy and that's why i expect that Detroit boy, to hire old, someone old that you don't know uh and, you know? and the one thing i like when we were talking before too was uh because like you like when the leafs got, i know we're going to be talking leafs and when they got bounced and they had their press conference shanahan's like no we're going to be keeping Dubas and sheldon, sheldon keith and yeah. all that it's uh and I, I said and i said the thing too is there for like for the Islanders right now? Like, was there anyone currently Why get rid of Barry better? Trotz? Is there anyone that's better than Barry Trotz out there right now that would apparently it's Lane Lambert? Apparently. Or it was something where they didn't want to lose him because they knew he's going to be the next guy. Yeah, or or something like that, right? And then I so because Trotz asked, is only going for like another. And then we talked. Years. We're like, all right, would Trotz work in Detroit? No. I think he'd be a good candidate, but I don't think he well, would be a coach. But I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, he would he would be a place filler, I feel, until Detroit has. I think I think they're not going to bring in a guy from the boys' club. I think it's Iserman bringing in a the new... next John Cooper, hopefully. Yeah, because Guy Boucher as well. I said in in the last one, the two that he has hired have worked are out. both like, but never had NHL experience, right? 
Boudreaux's back and he's an older dude, right? He's, he's coming back to the yeah. Canucks. So I, I'm glad on, like, I'm, I'm happy on that. The way they, he sort of turned things around there in Vancouver. Like obviously we missed the playoffs still and it's something. We made a push though. Yeah, we made a push. I thought at the deadline we were going to be selling, but we didn't. We made that. We tried to make a playoff push, but I think a whole year under Boudreaux, uh, we'll, we'll be good. It's I'm, He's a placeholder guy too now though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's not going to be there forever. No, he's not. He's going to go find some, sell some ice cream once we get our guy. And, uh, Ooh, I smell, I smell, I smell food. I smell food. That's mm, the best. Oh. The outtakes there. No, but awesome. he, he's, he's a placeholder, but I think he's, he knows he is too. And he's, he's content with it for now. Sure. And, uh, well, because he was out of the game, he was on NHL network. Exactly. Right. Um, speaking about the Leafs, uh, God. I want to hear, I want to hear what you think about, Obviously, they lost the, the Lightning in Game 7. They're out in the first round again. I want to hear your reaction to it. Um, maybe what you would do. Uh, where do they go from here? You know, it, how embarrassing is it? Or it's, it's hilarious. Like, my, how do, like with so, fans. So, like, so my I want to hear, and then I'll go. You go My father-in-law is like, well, fucking just relocate the team. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you one. If they were in Arizona, they would that be team, they'd be fine. I yeah, think yeah, they're in won. Arizona. Yeah, there's no, no there's no pressure. It's like move them to Hamilton. They'll be fine there. And like, no, it's just you got to go further than that, man. Yeah, no, um, across the map. Because like I said, you're, Shanahan said, oh, they're not gonna get, they're not gonna make a, a change for change sake. Yeah. Um, which I, like, I don't think you're gonna get a better coach for the Leafs right now than than Sheldon Keefe. I don't think there would be someone better to, to fill that role right now. We just talked about Barry Trotz. People are like, oh, we we'll get Barry Trotz. Then they say that with players too. They're gonna go sign every player. Um, Paul Maurice. Yeah, go go right ahead. See how that worked out. No, I think I think Sheldon keeps a good coach there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he, you sort of connect him and Dubas together, right? Because they, they're in the Marlies organization mm-hmm. and all that. I think you look higher up, and I think you look at Shanahan. What's that gonna do? Uh, if they're seriously though, what's that gonna do? If you have one more year, if if nothing, if and if Shanahan doesn't fire the other two, then then he's the one that's gone. Okay, that's not going to change anything. Because it's the same coach and GM. If you bring just... in a whole new, what is Shannon? Like the president or whatever? Vice president or something? Get in all that management and all that and then start start off fresh. But they won't because they have all these guys under contract that are in a win-now mode. Yeah. I don't know. Like, what do you do if you're the Leafs? I, you, you can't. You're not going to you what you're going to do. You're not going to move John Tavares. Well, here's the thing. I'm going to ask you this first. So is it okay? No, we'll, we'll get to that after. Okay. Here's, here's what I'd say. Okay. You're, you're not making any upper management moves right no. now. You can't. No, they had 115 points in the regular season. They had like a historically good season. Your, your, your big guys showed up in the playoffs, right? Think of without being nitpicky off the top of your head. And I don't know if you watched any of the series. I watched it. Yeah. Game. I watched was there one? Where's there one guy that you could point to, and go? He was terrible all series, and he's the he's the reason we lost. No. Okay, so here's the thing. When I think we've just, looked through Tampa. Their, Tampa's a has the more team. playoff experience. That's all. Yeah, it's you lost by one goal in Game Seven. You're not a bad team. People said they choked. They didn't choke. Yeah, they were up three two in the series. It, that happens all the time, like all, literally all the time. It happened three, in Detroit in 09. Okay. Three two, it's a three two series, and Tampa's playing at home. It's a, a team with tons of playoff experience the last two years. It's that 
Well, you know, year year I'll say because the, the year before was in the bubble, yeah. but it it's one goal like Toronto. Yeah. yeah, it sucks. It's been what since oh four since you've gotten out of the first round, but this is your core and your team that you're going to do it with if you and do if it happens. That's why you're not changing really anything because number one, I mean the only contract th- situation you have these guys locked in. The right? only thing I'm looking at if I'm Toronto is a goalie, and it's why? not not necessarily a starting goalie. It's someone to back up Campbell. Kevin Mrazek. He's coming back. He's signed. You can't get rid of him. No one's taking him. He's making 3.8 and for the next three years. He's there. You, you're not changing. You're having – and Campbell might not be back, by the way. He's UFA. He might okay. not be back. So you have Mrazek and this this college. Mrazek's not going to be a – is not a starter, though, I don't feel. Okay. I mean, he didn't really play this year. So, I mean, when well, he, no, he was not good, even, he got hurt twice. Even um, off of previous years, though, in Carolina and in Detroit, I don't think he's a – He had he had one good playoff series in Detroit. Um, uh, and then Philly, obviously, for like a second. You you can't change your, your core. No. Like your top six forwards are staying the same. Your, all your defensemen are staying the same. I don't know how they bring back Giordano. I think they're going to want to. Um if he does, you it's going to be on a low, low. And... You really, who can you move? Like Alex Kerfoot for what? To get a guy that's going to replace him, making it does... slightly less? I mean, you can't you can't trade Tavares like you said. His contract is insane. And he would honestly, be the only he's... guy. He would be the only guy that, like, if I'm the Leafs, looking at trying to shake something up, he'd be the only guy that would be, it... I feel like, would be yeah. worth trying to move, but you're not going to. That's the one, like, swing, like, where, like, Keith, or not Keith, uh, Dubas brought in Tavares. And was like, holy shit, like we got John Tavares. And it was a great signing at the time. But I remember at that time thinking, like, man, that's gonna he's be- not gonna be the John Tavares. Oh boy, that's a the- bad contract eventually, right? And yeah. we're already starting to see it. This guy is basically more of a net front, like even on the power play, he just stands he's in not, front of the yeah. net and he's good there, but he's not gonna be a game changer, he's not gonna drive the play, right? One guy I've been sub- i I liked in the playoffs with them when he said if he comes back, he's only gonna play in Toronto is Spets. Spetsa, yeah, which they're probably not going to bring him back because we'll, if they do, it's going to be on a one-year, well, whatever, nine hundred thousand dollar deal. And... Sure, I think he's fine with that rule. So maybe you do bring him back, but you can't really change a whole lot because you're right up against the cap. You have all these guys under contract. So, and and the problem is they don't have anyone coming up because that Matthew Knice no. guy is come, going back to college, they... right? And you got Sandine and Lilligren on the back end. So okay, maybe those two guys continue to develop right and now you have something nice back there where you don't have to you know run justin hall out there a lot the biggest the biggest issue in toronto is toronto fans and toronto media and this is this is a real real segues because i was gonna say about the fans man because for like we all know someone that's a leafs fan that's been long suffering but that maybe they're like cut from the same cloth as me and you where they can like see things a little bit more logically yeah and and you know like watch the games have your heart broken dust it off be like analyze sort of do you know analyze it and go okay like tampa's a good team you know my question before we get maybe get into the fans because it has to do with it like is like because leafs fans are going like this is just as embarrassing as the last however many years like, oh my God, we lost in the first round again. What an embarrassment. I wouldn't right? say so. No? Yeah, 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 so it's, yeah that's going to be the initial thought. But this has been your best, like your best team you've had in years. Well, it's um, not Montreal. Like last year no. was, here's what I would say. 
if you flipped this year with last year, then absolutely blow it up. Like you, you're done. Like this absolutely. is this is it. But you're no, done. this is your best team you've had in years. Yes. Um, you said you lost by one goal in Game Seven to a team that has tons of playoff experience. The last few. How years. about them saying uh, Toronto fans saying, "Well, our big guys didn't show up in Game Seven. Well, I mean, it was it was Martyr to Matthews to Riley for the goal, right? Yeah. Um, also, no one on Tampa Bay technically showed up. Nick Paul got two no, goals. Yeah, it's Nick line, Paul, right? Wasn't I mean, let's Stammer, talk, wasn't Cooch, let's talk wasn't... real quick about Tampa. About how the hell did they reload that? Th- they lost their full third line, uh, Gord, Goodrow, and Coleman, who were incredible last year in the final, actually the whole way. And they replaced them like with Nick Paul, um, Brandon Hagel, and uh, Ross Colton. That guy, yeah, Ross, Col- Ross Colton, yeah, how- five on five is like right now the I think the top five on five scorer in the league. Ross, Ross Colton. I have never heard his name as much as I had the last like. Month he was the one so. that scored the game winner against Montreal. Game yeah. five, there was one night they won. This the the last month or like or whatever amount of weeks they it was keep been. finding guys, man. It's yeah. crazy because even the Hagel thing. Like I don't think if he played really well last against the Leafs, he didn't play that well. But you're going to see that one he thing has that like, Yanni Gord type mentality. One thing that too I saw with Tampa too. Uh, well about more stamp coasters he so i forgot who it was that that tweeted it out should be in the same sort of category saw that. as as sack or guys yeah that, those which, like leaders yeah i i think he's getting i think he's almost there i mean the, the one thing that goes against him is he didn't play in the first cup thing i mean he did he played for like four seconds yeah and, and then he got yeah scored and then he gets hurt and then but like even uh the game two against florida there like they're blocking. He had like three or four block shots. He went to the room at one point. I mean, they were intermittent. Like Chernak got hit up high with a stick and went to the. It's funny. Like one's leaving the ice, one's coming back on. Like they're just getting stitched Stamp up. Stamkos is, is a guy. I feel like because when he got drafted, right in 09 or oh eight oh eight oh nine, he's there was so much expectation. He was going to light up the league. He like did. well, not the first season. No, but then, but then he got then the injury started, right? And then everyone thought, okay sort of like he's he's plateaued already and mm-hmm. sort of the downfall now i feel like the last few years he's, he's coming and he's finding his own he doesn't have to be necessarily the uh like the guy the guy yeah because he, he's playing a he little more two-way like yeah he does or two that, blocking shots oh, yeah. absolutely he'll score and all that yeah, but doing what it takes to win he's, that uh, is, i guess the whole thing with like the eiserman thing is like I think that's a little bit overblown of like Scotty Bowman came and changed his game. It's like, no, he just started to play a little more defensively. Like adjust he could have game. probably still scored 50 if he wanted to. Yeah. Just adjusted his game. Right. Exactly. So and Stamkos is doing that now and like the last few years. And- but is your captain on Toronto doing that? I mean, uh, kind of, I mean, I'm not saying he doesn't battle. I'm just saying that he's not going to be one to drive that drive the play. That's the guy you'd move. You can't though. And now people no. are shitting all over Nylander again. And I'm like, yeah, I saw the one thing where he let up. Remember that one game where Tampa was up by like five. And then and he's he just let up like... in the corner. And it, like, I was like, Ooh, that's a bad look. You yeah. know what I mean? Like that, but he's the one that scored both goals that game for Toronto. Like, it's... It's, and he's the one that was in game seven driving most of their driving chances the net. it's him it's, so like, it's not your captain that's doing it it's no, these guys it's it, it's not matthews marner they 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 played well i mean even hell riley had some some good stuff their back end is interesting because like that lubishkin guy is actually awesome at like preventing zone entries um morgan riley is not so 
you know, I well, think with the Leafs, one thing that I think I can point to, because here's the thing with Leafs fans, I think you want to point at something or somebody, right? And you're pointing out all the wrong things. You're pointing it at your coach. You're pointing it at your GM. You're pointing it at the referees. Shut up. No. Okay? okay. The whole referee thing, I get it. There's some them chintzy calls, the whole hall interference, and then Tavares scored. It was disallowed. It was a fucking penalty. Okay. Like if he stood there, then fine. He just kind of skated more into him. You can't do that. It was a direct scoring chance. And when they say, well, you should call it, you know, the whole time, I'm like, they're going to call it if it's a direct scoring chance. Like he, yeah. the only reason Tavares was free is because Stamkos got stood up. That's the only reason. And you know what? Hey, it was a great goal. <laughs> like he went in and sniped it, but like you can't, you literally can't do that. Can't, like, in the, well, what about, in the words about of Wes Macaulay, you can't do, can't that. do that. What about uh, the high stick? And what about, I'm like, guys, I mean, if a stick, you look in slow motion and it hits you here, I'm telling you, nine times out of 10, your head's going. Yeah. And the ref's going to see it and go, up. Oh, yeah, high that's stick. the high like, stick. Yeah. Because you're going to, if a stick's bad. here, yeah. In real time, if a stick's coming here, yeah. Because yeah, you don't go want to get hit in the jibs and, control your stick i don't know so like the whole thing oh, the gift to tampa this power play i'm like he, well i mean your power play was dog water in the playoffs they were number one in the, in the nhl in the regular season and they weren't that good so that's one thing where i think tampa game planned their penalty kill so well against toronto's power play that that's one of the things that swayed the series more in tampa's direction where i don't think i didn't see enough um like tactical changes from Toronto's power play. They kind of set it up the same way every time, tried to tried to be consistent, but Tampa consistently knew how to stop it. So, you know, then you're trying to talk about zone entries. You think about like in the regular season, you play a team like Detroit, you're going to get the, you're going to get the zone on a power play pretty easily, Yeah. but against a team that knows how to defend that has an Anthony Sorelli and has Braden point and like they have all of these guys, right? Solid PKs. Yeah. And it's uh and not to mention Kucherov was terrible. He had like one goal. Like he was terrible. Yeah. He was like, oh Kucherov. I think he's hurt. I think he's got like an abdominal injury. Just the way he's skating, it looks weird. Um, so I don't think the Leafs need to blow anything up. I think you're running it back with the same group. You'll get some changes on the bottom yeah. six. It'll be yeah, it'll be like, a few minor changes there, but it's the big thing is are you getting Jack Campbell back and is he going to be your guy? Cause he played well too. I mean, like he, he did. Yes. And so if he doesn't come back, then uh, who are you going to get? You don't really have a whole lot of cap space. You're going to rock with Peter Mrazek. Braden Holtby. I thought Braden Holtby could be I thought he in would, Detroit. I thought, yeah. But yeah. And he's a, he's a free agent after this year, but really if, if you were to go back, like, I think I think Campbell. If you could keep if there. you could keep one player from the last few years and get rid of one from the last few years, not even thinking about contracts or trades or anything, it has to be see you later Tavares and hello Freddie Anderson again. Oh my god! I don't know why Freddie they shot Anderson him out of a cannon. Just... Like he's not even playing in Carolina right now. Rant has been awesome, yeah. but I think he was like a really good goalie for in that moment. Like I think that would have made a little difference too, right? He's better than Jack Campbell. He is, yeah, right. Um, the last thing we want to talk about is something again a little bit more fun. You know, NHL awards, no one gives a shit. You know, I did say Fuck in the Red Wings one that I did, you know, to not worry about this whole Calder Trophy thing. Why isn't Lucas Raymond in the finals? Because he sh- should be. He really should be. But they're but, gonna go. You know, since teams. one since one year, Michael Bunce. It's all won. about ratings and people watching it. Are they gonna? If you have representation, it's like the All Star game from each team. Each team. Yeah. Someone's gonna go. Oh. Trevor Zegers is up for the Calder. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Rather than he's not, 
and it's two yeah. Red Wings and a, and a Leaf, and a right? Leaf. So, okay, we're going to go through, I think there's nine awards. Yeah. And we're both going to go through, actually, it, well, they said all the nominees, right? Yeah. So we're going off the nominees. What we could off have done before is who do you think it's going to be? Who do you think be? it's going to be? Now we're, we're going to go off the nominees. We'll go off the nominees. Okay, so here, I'll, I'll start it. I'll say who the nominees are for each one. And then we'll both kind of say who we think will win it and maybe maybe why, if you know. If you don't, yeah. just say that. I have no idea. <laughs> right. Fair enough. Okay, let's start with uh, let's start with the Norris Trophy. Okay, so the Norris Trophy candidates are, or nominees, Victor Hadman from Tampa, Roman Yossi from the Predators, and Kale McCarr from the Avalanche. Who do you think is going to take that one home? Uh, for this one, I, I, I think Kale McCarr. I think it's going to be the first of many for him. I th- yeah. I agree. Now, Yossi won it. Uh, was it last? no the year before? Two years Adam ago, Fox yeah. won it last year. Kale McCarr is kind of the same thing. That Roman Yossi had like ninety points. So, like, I could obviously see him taking it as well. I don't think Hedman gets it this year. No, but... I, I think he's a solid candidate, and he's, he's obviously one of the top defensemen in the league. If McCarr doesn't but... win it this year, he will win it eventually. Right? I think McCarr is. Uh, you're going to see him. I think it that is kid's in incredible. Like, and... His skating is bananas. It's amazing. It's he skates like Crosby, but he's a defenseman. Like he goes on his edges. He's really, such a, like. Uh, How did he go fourth overall? Like what the hell? That's fucked, man. Colorado just <laughs> got three teams fucking stud. In I him. know. Um, okay, we'll go to the Vezina Trophy. So Jacob Markstrom from Calgary, UC Saros from Nashville, Igor Shesterkin from the Rangers. So for this, I was torn between Shesterkin and Markstrom. Uh, in the end, I went with Markstrom. I think he's just—I don't know—I feel feel like it's just harder to play in Calgary. Like he doesn't have as oh, much man. help in front of him. So, Bobo was having such a good podcast until now. Igor Shesterkin is also up for the Hart Trophy. He is. So he's winning the Vezina. <laughs> no, and I, I saw that too. I just—I don't know yeah. why. I'm they just all three of those goalies had awesome. Like great you years. saw. UC Saros, how important he was to the Nashville Predators. Yeah. They got annihilated by the Avalanche, right? Now, he's a big reason they even made the playoffs. Him and Yossi were the two yeah. driving forces, right? I think Shesterkin, um, being a young goalie like that, and, like, again, he's a big reason that the Rangers had a season like yeah. they did. Uh, also, Chris Kreider had, like, 52 goals. What the hell? <laughs> Chris offside Kreider? So when Rangers fans are all worried about, oh, what's going to be the, what are we doing after Lungfist is gone now? It's, uh, you're good. They're like, oh, Georgiev or whatever. And now, no, I think Georgiev's the one that maybe could be traded. Like, I don't know if I was Detroit, maybe looking at him too. Possibly. Be an interesting look. But Shisterik, you got a stud in there. And oh, that's, yeah. uh, he, he's, he's your number one for the years, for sure. next years to come. Okay. Call a trophy. We know who I'm picking, but more excited from Detroit. Michael. 37 year old bunting from toronto and trevor i did the michigan twice zegris oh no 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 it's, it's <laughs> the it's the lacrosse oh good god it's no it's it's, it's 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 cider hands down the fact that all the shit that he's done as a defenseman on, on a poop team with mm. playing with what who the kaiser, the kaiser. <laughs> it's no. a boat anchor <laughs> um it's amazing to see what cider's done and like makar i think it, you'll see a battle between him and Cider for, for Calder's or not Calder's uh, right. Norris I, for years. I, I don't know if I go that far with Cider. I think he's going to be, I don't, he's not going to be a Makar level. Makar is on another level, but Cider is definitely a different Sider's player. Amazing. He's more physical. He's not going to score a ton, but he's, he's just going to be solid back there. Um, yeah. The whole bunting thing. I don't, you know that. what? He had a good season and like, yeah. He when you're saying, playing, well, when he you're, has look the, who he's playing with. 
You're right. But at the same time, he is up for the award. So you have to look at, they need to change it. Like I said, I've always said they need to change it to, um, there's a certain amount of professional years you can play. If it's even in the AHL or the Swedish elite league, or like you're not a rookie to professional hockey, right? That's an NHL rookie. Technically he should be to me considered a NHL rookie, but you're not up for the Calder. Calder is like a true rookie of like, okay, you have Less a set than of three presents, years and whatever, right? If yeah. you're not there by then, like, fuck you. <laughs> no, right? exactly. Yeah, that's that makes sense. Hart Trophy, uh, Austin Matthews from Toronto, Connor McDavid from Edmonton, and like I said, Shesterkin from the Rangers. I'm interested to see who you have first on this. I'm I'm going. It's Austin Matthews for sure. That's I, just I, I because said the same he's, thing. I mean, 60 goals. It's so hard to do in this league, and I mean, it, he's a amazing player i mean i don't like the leafs i think that's pretty obvious but like austin matthews is unbelievable i'm, I'm not a fan of the leafs like, either and i said guys, the same thing 60 goals and just the year he's had he's on the ice like you got to watch out and like it mcdavid's the same way um but like this year it's got to be it's got to be matthews yeah ab- absolutely it's matthews has just been he turned it up this year. 100%. Now, the Lindsay Award is just basically the Hart Trophy, but voted on by the players. So we got Roman Yossi, Austin Matthews, and Connor McDavid. So I, again, Matthews, just it was. So I went with McDavid just because it's the players voting. I, I had McDavid's originally, but I think just because. Yeah. Hell, even Yossi. I mean, 90, like he had like 90 points as a defenseman. Like, that's insane. It's, it's yeah. for. This isn't like the Calder where where it's where it should be an obvious choice. Like mm. you can take any of those guys, and it's not a bad choice. It's, I yeah. guess that's why they're all finalists, right? But right. Uh, um, how about the uh, Masterton Trophy? This one's a little bit different, but it's more for like perseverance and stuff like that. So it's Zidane Chara from the Islanders, uh, Kevin Hayes from the Flyers, and then Carey Price from the uh, Canadians. I went with Hazy. Yeah, me too. Just yeah, everything Austin that Miller. the guys is everything what he's done through this year. Yeah. It's one of those awards that's kind of like. It's almost like I don't mean this in a bad way, but it's like a pity award. It kind of feels like, yeah, I know it sounds bad to say that, but it kind of is. Like Price only played like two games this year. Yeah, so I like, that's why Charles I can't say Charles that. just because he's forty-five. Like technically, if you were gonna go with a way of like persevering and things like that, he's forty-five. He's still in the league. That's impressive. Yeah, well, not a lot of people do that. No, like there's what? Okay, Yager will play sixty, play sixty-eight years old. <laughs> just know? to keep his team. Yeah. In, in the check going no but kevin hayes after everything he's gone through this year and uh yeah um how about the selkie trophy best uh, defensive forward uh we got uh, sasha barkov from the panthers patrice bergeron from the bruins and elias lindholm from the calgary flames i went with the guy who's probably going to be retiring after this year i went bergeron it's, oh bergeron said that's a slam dunk that guys is so we went and looked at the advanced stats that's why i went in oh there. yeah and so if you want to understand Bergeron was a hundred percent Tyler, he's the best defensive forward in the league with his advanced stats all shoved together. Barkov was like 79 percentile. And then Lindholm was like 50th. So I don't know why he's in there. Bergeron. He, he's always up for this. It seems. He's, he's yeah. He's incredible. He's an amazing defensive player. Said, Do you think after, he's done really? It wouldn't surprise me. Especially uh, the way after they left after, after game seven there. Yeah, it could be posturing. Give me another. I, I don't think he signs training. anything right away. I think he takes his time. If he does sign, it's going to be closer yeah. to season. But yeah, it could. So we got a few more here. So Lady Bing, uh, we got Kyle Connor from the Winnipeg Jets, Jacob Slavin from the Carolina Hurricanes, and Jared. I'm going to slash your leg, Spurgeon from the Minnesota Wild. Who'd you pick? 
Uh, I just read Jared Spurgeon. I did. Look <laughs> <laughs> at he did, dude. Did you see what he did in the like the last game of the season? He like cross-checked uh Pavel Buchnevich, or no, it was in the playoffs. He like playoffs doesn't count. <laughs> playoffs doesn't count. <laughs> he got suspended. Oh, I think a thousand percent it's gonna be Kyle Connor. He had 93 points this year, only four pims. It's gonna be Kyle Connor. Playoffs don't Jacob count. Jacob Slavin only had 10 pims. You don't even know. Playoffs don't That's count. I was hoping you would say Jared Spurgeon is high five. High five. There we go. Yeah, he literally cross-checked the guy's ankle in the next week. Uh, and then the last one we were talking about was the Jack Adams. So Andrew Burnett with the Florida Panthers, who technically is the interim coach. Yeah. Uh, Gerard Gallant from the New York Rangers and Daryl Sutter from the Calgary Flames. I want to told man sucks. Um, throwing a little Canadian bias there. No. Did you see what he said? Well, the other day, he's like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't need it. He's like, I don't need, I don't need this on my resume. Give it to someone else. Just the guy. He's an absolute beauty in press conferences. They're like, fuck, I don't oh, want to yeah. be playing Colorado. Fuck, <laughs> he was totally right. He's like, it's yeah. a waste of eight days. So, yeah. <laughs> it was eight days. It was. No, um, seeing a uh, Calgary is like, they have, they've always been on that, like that edge or whatnot. And the See, fact that he's, he's got them over. And I went with Gerard Gallant. And the reason that I'm not giving it to Sutter is because Calgary has a good team. They have a as in a trophy goal. Well, I mean, so does so do the Rangers, but and and a heart nominate uh, nominated goal. Gallant has gone to like a few teams now and has had success. So Florida went to you know Vegas, Vegas and now and now with the Rangers, like pretty impressive. I know like the Rangers have loaded up. And here's the funny thing: where I kind of circling back to the draft lottery, and it's funny because we haven't talked about the draft lottery. Nothing really happened. No. Right. I mean, like Montreal got the first pick. Oh, you know, Detroit so, stayed the did same. You, did you hear Shane right? Is it, oh, is it absolutely be number one? Oh. oh, I think it'd be. I should be the number one because you know I deserve to be the number one guy because I work hard and you know it's just trying to be the number one guy out there and uh, I think I deserve to be number one. <laughs> you said number one like fifteen times, just because. Well, I, absolutely, you know it'd be an honor to be number one, drafted first overall, and he dra- he dropped it. I'm gonna try to. Find so Shane, what was uh, what's your like if you have to describe your game? What would your being game the number one guy out there for my team? You know, just uh get pucks in deep, do anything I can for the boys and, uh, you know, just be that number one uh, threat out there. So your team in Kingston was dead last this year. Um, what do you have to say about, uh, about that? Well, my team was, was last, but I was dead number one on, on the team. <laughs> so, uh, so fuck it. You know, you, you get me, you, uh, we're going places, baby. Um, if you get drafted number two, uh, what's going to happen? No, not happening. I'm going number one. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> but okay, but like I was going to say is, like the Rangers were like gifted two picks, like Capocaco, Alexi Lafreniere. Yeah. And like they're fringe, like third line players right now. Like, especially Lafreniere. Like, well, oh, he's this been guy... playing well. He's been playing well in playoffs. But they lately. said this guy was going to be like an absolute bonafide stud right away. He, and I don't know, right away. I heard like, like right well, away yeah. it was supposed to happen. But, but it's like, do they need them? They don't. That's that's the reason why I don't think the draft lottery is really a good thing, like where a team really moves up that high. Um, but like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I, I, I'm going to try and like watch some stuff. And that's the thing. Now, listen, anytime that I'm going to talk about prospects in the next however many until the draft, I'm not a scout. I don't know shit. Okay. So don't take anything that I say or what for sure am. Um, well, I'm an absolute fact, stud on all this shit. You're you number one. I'm number He's one. number one overall podcast. But I'm I want to kind of this year just because I want to just watch some like YouTube shit. And that's what I say. That's my scouting is like just watching, lo- watching how these guys play and 
like because i never really have you know a, i mean they drafted cider he's awesome they drafted raymond he's awesome i didn't know anything about those guys so i'd obviously trust your gm to make the pick yeah but i think it'd be a little bit more um you know a little more fun to like follow the draft if you know who like the top 10 like ranked is right to go like oh i i've watched some stuff of this guy like oh he's you know, and maybe even like reading some scouting reports of like legitimate scouts, what they're saying about the guy. Like, yeah. I think that'd be kind of neat to like, you know, see where they end up because they never end up where they're supposed to, right? Or supposed to, or they they got mocked. So, um, any uh, any thoughts before we end this about uh, the playoffs so far in terms of like who's left and who you think is going to keep going here? Because we didn't really do any predictions. No, no, this the Battle of Alberta. It's something I. I... I'm glad it's happening. Why the hell is that at 10:45? Like they did 10:45 on a Friday night. Why didn't they do it today? Like on a Saturday at like now? I don't know three. Well, because it is yeah, it's three o'clock in Alberta right now. Well, who cares? Started early. It's a Saturday. Then everybody can watch it. Like that's because Avril Lavigne was in town. <laughs> oh my God, are you kidding? She was in town like in Edmonton like two days ago, and then in Calgary. In Calgary. Oh, I don't know. I just think oh. they have. That's that's the thing where I say they have an issue with marketing. Like you have the best player in the league, you got the Battle of Alberta. Wouldn't you want everyone to be able to watch it? Because really, putting it at that time, you know who watched that so. game? People in Calgary and Edmonton, and that's probably it. Maybe some like guys, Vancouver. Like, yeah, people west of uh, of Alberta. No one out here. Central. I mean, if you stayed up and watched it, I mean, kudos to you. But like, I'm not staying. 10:45. I mean, I'm going to bed at 11. No, I'm not. I'm not st- I might want to catch the first period, maybe that's halfway through the I'll second, do. and then. Uh, but that's usually if it starts at 10. They said 10:45, but then all the anthems and all that shit it starts at 11. It's hey, like, hey, see the Battle of Alberta. There's only one anthem. Oh, one anthem is awesome. So, I think uh, I think Calgary's gonna take. Even though Edmonton won last night, I think Calgary's still gonna win that series. I, I think so too. And I then think Colorado, so. I think, is going through. I like the Hurricanes. They're up two. I think you're seeing. Uh, um, you're gonna see uh, Colorado Tampa final. Yeah, I think Tampa obviously two up two zero on uh, Florida without Braden Point. Right, so I think Tampa has a good uh, shot at getting uh, three-peated here, as my dog. Uh, I, th- I think so. bones yeah. your knee pretty um, much. So Most yeah, action I've gotten in months. <laughs> that's, <laughs> it. Yeah, that's how it goes. No, so um, you're, yeah, you're lucky that your wife doesn't watch this podcast. Does anyone watch this either. podcast? Um, I don't even. <laughs> thank, you for, thank you for the three people in like Sweden that listen. To that. <laughs> <laughs> so look at the analytics, right? Um, um, so anyway, yeah, I mean, playoffs are still going on. Um, oh, one thing what? we did not get to before we ended, because you asked if there's anything. When we went, we went, because we never talked about what we saw at the, at the Wings game and any of that stuff you wanted to talk about, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like, so we'll, we'll okay. with a little, hey, a little fuckery. Here we go. Okay. So um, people that have their, these are just pet peeves of mine. I have a lot of them. We should probably write down the list. Yeah, you know how like Gator and Doug have it on 971. Yeah. He has the list of people he hates. Okay. Uh, how about guy that has his own name on the jersey? Okay. Okay. And with a with a legend number or any number? Either either way. Okay. I mean, legend number makes it worse. Jersey tuck makes it double worse. Oh right? fuck. You tuck fuck your jersey, jersey in your jeans. Jersey tuck guy is a fucking, fucking absolute dink. Hundred percent. And I and I you put your I, own I name on it. Word. I uh, I would never do that. If someone got me, if you bought me a Bush Red Wings jersey, not wearing it. Why would you buy one for your daughter then? Well, because she's freaking <laughs> no. four months old. The She'll only time it. I've had a custom jersey I had one. made was if you're when under I was ten a... years old, it's fine. 
I think I was like, yeah, 12 years old. My dad got me a... That's over 10, Brian, you loser. Well, blame Frank. I didn't get it made. Frank got it made. It was when right. Jason Spezza played for the Spitz. Oh, okay. Uh, I didn't want to get a Spezza because there's the rumors of him getting traded, which he did for Kyle Wellwood. The Flint Firebirds who are playing the Spitfires in the Western Conference Final. Tonight I was just at 7? Yeah, I was just at, uh, or in the morning breakfast. You know, my wife went to uh, Lumberjack. Yeah. And the, these kids all walked in. And I heard a guy go, go Spitz, go. And I'm thinking, oh, shit, it's a Spitfires. That's cool. And oh, then as we're leaving, we see a bus. Oh, Flint. Michigan plates, it's Flint. <laughs> it's like, they're all just like, That's oh, awesome. They're... Anywho. Um, but yeah, okay, the whole Jersey thing. Yeah, that that bothered me. Um, how about grown man holding a sign? Uh, trade you trade you a bag of Skittles for Anyone a puck. the whole thing about trading the sticks for the thing, I just, it's cringe. Stop doing it, Okay. Also, if you are a Red Wings fan and you woo at the game, I oh, the, hate you the, to your woo! core. I hate you to your core. Yeah. And then the last thing, Lance we talk, did, did we talk about when we talked about the Red Wings jerseys when we were there? I don't think I had an idea about they should have way more players available than just what they had. Now, like if I'm running that shop, yeah, I am having. Setterberg, Datsuk, Lidstrom jerseys, Iserman, Fedorov, like freaking, and I'm going to have a couple of them there, or I'm going to have it where I can fucking make it for you. Okay. You order one, I'm making it for you. I'm going to text you when the game, when it's ready. Okay. That's what I'm doing. I'm going to have, I'm going to have one Iserman, one Fedorov and soap for order and and let them know it's for order, but you're going to be paying it. If you order it by the second period, it's going to be, it's guaranteed it's going to be done by the, then you come and pick it up, right? You pay for it. We'll make it. You come pick it up, right? Yeah. If I want to get a Kirk Maltby jersey, I should be able to get one where they play. Okay. I don't know if there's any, like, there's nothing with like player rights and stuff like that. Right. So I don't think so. No, I just feel like, why are we not selling Steve Eisenman jerseys at the Red Wings arena? Okay. Why are we not selling? No, another, another, another guy for the list too. Another guy for the list. Guy I don't that, care anybody. The guy that wears a Gordy Howe Jersey and has Howe written on the back. Okay. Of it. But ice, but they sell those. Why? The, I don't know. But that's just, we talked about that. Me being weird with like wanting the Jersey to look like the one that, you now, want a Gordie Howe Adidas jersey? People are probably going to call it out, but that's not a legit Zetterberg jersey. They probably don't even know the difference. Well, I mean, it's supposed to have the Reebok logo, not Reebok across the top. Well, they did. Sw- no, the bar did, is way too small. They did switch the Reebok. Uh, did they? But the name, the name yeah. bar is weird. It's small. Yeah, it is a small name bar. But again, Chinese jersey. How, like how many? I don't when, think that is one. I forget where I got that. Anyway, but I didn't get it from the site or from the uh, Red Wings place. So anyway. Um, but yeah, so weird things like I just I thought they should always have that when we were looking at the at website where they had all those different players. I'm like, why isn't this That's in the so arena? yeah, it was so cool. Like, it'll be so cool to go browse at uh, the Winter Classic in 2014 at Comerica. They so the had, Legends game, the Legends game, yeah. yeah. They had like every single player that was in those two games in the shop. That's awesome. You like. Oh, Shannon got a Shanahan jersey. Yeah. I got, uh, did I get one? I think I got, did I get an, I got an Iserman one, but they had everybody. You could get Marty LaPointe. You could get Larry Murphy. You could get McCarty, Konstantinov, you know, Kozlov, anybody, whoever was playing in that game, they had the jersey. You want an Aaron Ward jersey? It's right there. Why? I don't know. Mickey Redmond. I don't care. Right. Why? It's, uh, 
So yeah, that's, that's good call. Cause I totally forgot to write that down, but yeah, those are my pet peeves on jerseys and being at the rink and being able oh, to we'll, we'll, we'll get the top. I can't find a more cider Jersey anywhere. I was in Detroit no. last weekend. I can't find one at any sh- Like where the hell and, are and, Or if you do, it's going to be one of those fanatics jerseys. Yeah, not going to be terrible. the proper Adidas jerseys. Yeah. So. Cause I'm going to be super picky. So like I'm waiting for next year to go to a game. You know, you're, you're called your finalist and uh... have, yeah. I mean, hopefully I'll probably go to one of the first few games next year, like beginning of October and just like go and get one. Cause that Raymond Jersey is a little big. Is it? I would like to get a little bit smaller. But then you said when you went smaller, the logo was smaller. Not anymore. Remember the guy well, said, yeah, he's yeah, like, said they're yeah, changing they're that because the people were complaining. Because of the pop-up uh, logo too on it right. too. It has to be like that. Well, I'm going to probably end the podcast because my dog's breath smells like a fucking Toilet. seafood department. Um, no, that's street food. And, uh... Yeah. Till next time, follow us on healthyscratch.ca, on Facebook, on Twitter, on YouTube. And uh, yeah, we'll keep watching the playoffs. I can watch them in peace because because Toronto's gone and Pittsburgh's gone and one Canadian team is going to be out after this round and then it's only one left. You know, it'd be funny to see Ken Holland's team eliminated. I think that'd be funny. Um, any last words? Uh, no, no. Okay, boys. Till next time. Talk to you soon. Peace.